I'm Kevin. And I'm Jose. And this is Music For Your Eyes. A podcast about music videos. The ones we love, hate, and should have been made. Welcome to the closet. Welcome to the closet. We are in one closet. Boogie when I leave. Closet Um, Kevin and I are in uh, New York City, and and we're live. We're doing a live recording of you and I together. Tell me what we're talking about in my closet today, Jose. Oh my gosh, I'm narrating this episode today. I know. I'm sitting looking at you going, when is he going to introduce everything? <laughs> <laughs> um, listeners, I we maybe haven't explained this yet at all for the past maybe 10 episodes, but we'll say it now. Kevin and I go back and forth between planning like what music video we talk about, and then guide each other it is so much easier just to sit and be narrated through something than have to explain it oh my gosh it is a dream i hope it's clear that one of us is always in charge oh I hope, for sure i hope people are oh, just like for sure. wow like jose's really talking a lot in this <laughs> and then there's some episodes where i'm just going uh-huh <laughs> oh oh bitch oh uh-huh. we, i just make we, noises when we, you narrate we take one person has to be like david attenborough narrating a nature documentary and the other person has to be a really cheap youtube reaction video Perfect. And it's like high beats, low art. and it's. I'm definitely the YouTube reaction video because I don't know who David Attenborough is. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I relate to the second one. That's me. Um, what are we talking about today, Jose? We're talking about the music video known as Take On Me by the Norwegian synth pop band AHA. Take on me. There, I was good. Thank you. Um, hire us. Aha is their name. <laughs> aha. Aha is their name. Aha is their name. That wasn't a part of the name of the song. It wasn't like, aha, take, take on, on me. me. No, but a lot of people say, aha, take on me as like the full length of it. But no, it's just take on me. It's not, it's it's like um, untitled, how does it feel? It's not that where it's actually. No, no, no. It is just. Aha is the t- band name. Correct. Is this the band where they didn't speak any English? And so they were just like, they literally were just like taught like syllable by syllable what to sing in the song, but they didn't know what they were singing. Because no. someone told me there was like some old Swedish band that had like a lot of hits and they had no idea really? what they were singing. And just when your name is Aha, I'm like, that sounds like a name I, that <laughs> people were like, oh, we've never watched American television. This is a Swedish accent. Uh, if you're speaking English, but you don't speak English, you know, you get it. Uh, I've never watched American television except as a child uh, the Sherlock Holmes would be on and every so often he would go aha can we name the band that and someone was like yeah whatever who cares thank you for this bit John Mulaney yeah you're fantastic. welcome, you're welcome. Um, and I'll let you know now I don't know who this band is nor do I listen to the music I think the music video was what captured me oh it's capturing that's for sure. I'm glad. So the first release of Take On Me. So uh, we'll talk about AHA was a Norwegian synth pop band mm-hmm. in the 1980s. Mm-hmm. They actually released two music videos for Take On Me. Oh. In 1984, the first release of Take On Me was just the band playing and singing on it with a live, like, blue background. It was a live just rendition. Oh, okay. There's a behind-the-scenes video uh-huh. with the band and the director, Steve Barron. He's a Irish, like, he's like an Irish-born director director who's sure. in London who had performed it I know nothing about Steve Barron like uh, Bono he's Irish oh I didn't know that yeah. um, good to know so in the behind the scenes 
Steve Barron saying, or I think some of the band members are also saying, when the song came out, no radio stations were playing it, no TV shows were like even mentioning it, and they knew it was a good song. Mm-hmm. So they went, okay, we need to just redo this music video. And it, it, the way, I think I'll just give you this one quote, and I think you can relate to it deeply. They said that it couldn't just be an animation. It had to be an animation with a type of motivation. Wow. Oh. Right? I bet they teach that at, like, the Pixar film school. Or at the Dr. Seuss school of rhyming. Yeah, they're like, it can't just be animation. It has to be animation Mission with motivation, motivation, sensation, clarification, Ooh. diversification, mm-hmm. anticipation. Anticipation. Yeah, perfect. Ooh, that just made me hit the door. Okay, um, so... They did a second video in 1985, and the video, before we go into our step-by-step on the video... Which is required for this one. Oh, this one we're going to go step-by-step. We need a step-by-step. Step-by-step. So, the video uses pencil sketch animation combined with live action, and that is a phenomenon or practice called rotoscoping. Oh. Rotoscoping. That sounds like something you do to a drain. You know, like you get a hairball in there and it's backing up into your shower. So, like, we got to mm. rotoscope it, man. That'll be $300. I think of it as gyrating or twerking on a robot when you're like, oh, you better start <gasps> rotoscoping on that robot. True. Yeah. I wouldn't think it's pencil animation meets live action. Well, there it is. Okay. And that rotoscoping is basically when a live action footage, so you shoot in live action. Yeah. And then you trace over frame by frame oh. to give the characters realistic movements but in animation. Oh, okay. So okay. That, that explains a lot. Yeah. Go so, on. a sentence for this music video would be take on me um had 3000 frames that were rotoscoped which took 16 weeks to complete are you kidding me 16 weeks for this music video? Oh can you imagine gosh. thinking any music video was worth 16 weeks of effort that isn't like that isn't being shot that isn't um lemonade that you'd be like yeah we should we should take 16 weeks to make this and it's just <sighs> one music video. And it's just one part of the editing, right? Like and also, the song is already a flop, technically. Wow. Okay. Technically. Yeah, it was okay. in the beginning. The last thing before we go into our step-by-step is that the lead singer's name is Morton Harkett. Mm-hmm. Um, and Morton Harkett is a lead singer and the lead actor for the music video. Mm-hmm. But a fun little act, fun little fact is that the romantic interest, which is the woman that he's yeah. like, you know, romantically pursuing in this video, or she's pursuing him mm-hmm. in some ways, um, her name is Bunty Bailey, and uh, she's an actress and also girlfriend of that lead singer during that time. Oh, my God. Bunty Bailey. So they're the original... Uh, mm, say it. Well, I don't know. J-Lo and Ben Affleck in the music video Jenny from the Block. Oh. They did some music video... Where, I think they did two music videos where they were together as Benifer, and, like, that didn't age well, clearly. Oh, you don't want, like to say Jaffleck. That doesn't work No, out. Jaffleck? No. No. Yeah. But now it's A-Rod and J-Lo. So, like... Maybe that was how it was always supposed to go down. Two yeah. people that are just like letter, short, last name. Yeah, that's true. I know. Well, so... They are the, re- they are the original A-Rod J-Lo. Thank you. No, that's Benifer, right. Baflack, Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> so let's go into step-by-step on this music video, which is a lot to explain. And you just watched it 15 minutes ago. So, uh, I did. So I'll give you I'll give you room to react and things that I think you didn't see in the music video, but if you did, I'd be impressed. Uh, I'd be impressed. So the music video was shot in a diner, an actual diner within London. Oh, really? And a soundstage. Oh. oh really? And, um, and a soundstage in London where, like, the white background yeah, is yeah, happening. Yeah. So we start out with this comic book drawing of a motorcycle racer who wins a race technically against these like two 
you know, antagonist. So you you know that yes. room room. Yep, sure. Um, and it's the it's a woman in the diner reading the comic so, book. So yes, then we zoom out and we suddenly realize that this comic book drawing was actually a woman reading something as a comic book strip. Sorry. It starts with the comic book like yes. animation. For everyone at home, you'll realize you'll recognize this opening music because it goes with the meme of the girl. She's got like frizzy hair yeah. and '90s glasses on, and it's like. Da-da-da. And then she like turns around at the camera, and it's the funniest thing in the world. It's and it, so funny that song is like how you know the like the meme is how you know that song. I I didn't like I didn't realize I knew the song and I knew the meme, but I did not realize it was the it's same connected. musical cue at all. Oh yeah, and it's just this like really funny meme that's now been used on like other things, like whenever someone like reacts dramatically. So it's very funny. In the beginning of this music video, it's just like all the drawn frames of like a motorcycle battle, and then mm-hmm. I was like, wait a minute, this is the music from that meme. And then it turns into the woman reading the comic book with the motorcycle battle. Correct. So we step back from a 2D animation to a woman that's literally reading a comic book in a diner and come on. In 1980s London. In 1980s London. Who's reading comic books? That woman is not normally the demographic that is reading comic books. Uh, Maybe in the 80s they were. I don't know. What a trend. Um, so it zooms out and she's in this, she's in the diner. I need to just bring attention to the fact that there's a poster on the upper left side that says, nice Nice cold, ice cold cold milk. milk. Kevin, if that's not a bit that you and I do for the rest of our lives, I want to go nice cold, ice ice cold cold milk. B-I-T-T milk. (laughs) I, no, I recognized it and I was like, I want that for my room because I love milk. I will genuinely. Oh, you like milk? I will genuinely just drink a glass of milk. I think it's <laughs> delicious. I know. I just don't. I just like you watching you drink a full glass of milk oh, to me is a little icky. But I, yeah, I, I, as a little, I realized I love the weird, like tang something oh, of, of those of plain yogurts oh. and milks. Oh, I love them so much. Yeah, but, but you're the person who only drinks a glass of milk to put an Oreo in it at the beginning of the meal. Oh, yeah. Let it disintegrate. This is the most awful thing I've ever hey, seen. Hey, I only drink so... Okay, well, now that we're exposing me, yeah. Jesus. Um, I only drink milk in context, people, when I, I can have Oreos with it. And sometimes I'll drop it in an Oreo and leave it there until it's to the bottom, which makes an Oreo kind of milk mixture. But then my friends were so disturbed that I, like, drunk the bottom oh. of it, which was filled with Oreo, oh. like, mush. Oh, because it. Oh my God, because it. It you. You think he drops the Oreo in by just to dip it. Mistake, like in the beginning, yeah, oh, like oh, you leave it too long. Oh, and you it's dropped there, your Oreo, and then like you're going to leave. You're ending this beautiful American harmonious occasion, and then he just drinks the Oreo milk sludge. It is one of the most. Sludge me up, Captain. It, it. It. I honestly, the first time you did it in front of me, I almost threw up. It was so. Yeah, I don't want to say something too graphic, but it's definitely like an Oreo dump into my mouth, which is uh, something people do not want. Nice cold, ice cold milk. Oh, oh, right. So this came from the fact that there's a poster in the diner that says nice cold, ice cold milk. Which, it was filmed in a real diner. Yeah, but did they have that poster Okay, because I was going to say, like, I'm from Long Island, like the capital of Dinah's, and... I was like, this is clearly a set. Dinah's, did you? This is clearly just a room that they put, like... And that sign, That's an actual diner. And that sign felt like the giveaway that they were like, mm, what would a diner have? They're like, an advertisement for nice cold, cold, ice cold milk. Oh, maybe they replaced it with like a Coke advertisement because they couldn't like be I, copyrighted so I thought that was, I, So I thought that the nice cold, ice cold milk was funny. Also, Dinah, I went to high school with her. I hated her. Um, <laughs> continuing. So, 
Uh, we look so okay. We zoom out. Sorry, I nice cold, ice cold milk. We're still focusing on this woman who's reading the comic book, and you know this protagonist within the motorcycle race in the comic book. She sees that he wins and gets the trophy, and then all of a sudden, very scarily, he winks at her from the comic book. Oh yeah, she sees it wink, and then it's a very slow close up of her eyes raising, being like, "What?" what? <laughs> and then we see a moment where she thinks she's tripping. Oh, hand, she's like, what's in this nice animated, cold ice cold milk? An animated hand, what's in this nice cold, ice cold it's acid. milk? A hand reaches out from the comic book. An animated, yeah. like, graphic hand yeah. reaches out and is asking her for her hand. Yeah. And, and she does, they, they do some great moments of her, like, looking around the diner, like, is anyone else no, seeing And no this? one else saw it. No one else. And what does she do, Kevin? Takes the hand. She takes that hand and very nicely is dropped in to the rotoscope world, which is now a pencil-drawn animated world. She's yes. in this world. Yes. Can we say that that was very effectively done for being the mid-'80s and, and it feeling believable? The... the Oh, yeah. I I believe it. I have to say, the, the, the really what's super impressive is because, like, drawing hands are one of, like, the hardest things oh, you, you mm-hmm, can draw. Mm-hmm. And when this hand comes out and she, like, takes the hand, and I don't know... I would love to know how they actually, like animated a hand into this real scene and then her hand like holding and interacting that with it. That was wild. And it was actually very well done and looked very realistic and I was like oh they put 16 weeks into this. Like it like it it shows. It shows. So it's, that's like the weird thing is like the actually the animation like the computer effects on this are shockingly good when you realize oh my god this is 1985. This is 1985. Oh so she's in this world and she's kind of like hey like you're an attractive man that I'm now in this comic book character with. Yeah. So in this comic book world with. Um, and so then he like leads her along to in this paper world, which is pretty much a blank canvas, to this looking glass, I would say. Oh, this is where great. in the looking glass, he steps behind it and it's his real self. Like we're in the actual world. Real 3D person. Real 3D person. And then he he like goes in between. So you see his 2D paper self. Yeah. 3D self. 2D paper self. 3D self. It, Very cool. It's like a two-way mirror in yes. Law and Order SVU. And when you're like standing behind the mirror, mm-hmm. you're a real person. And when you like step beside it, it's like, oh, he's a cartoon again. It's so cool. And then it does a full 360 shot where she's yeah. behind it too. And then they see oh, her and he, in real. And she's real. And he's a cartoon. Beautifully done. Yeah. No, that's why I'm like this thing is absurd in many ways but I'm like at least you did absurd well very absurdly yeah. and and remember when I said that this animation needs to have a motivation yeah my favorite part to this music video is coming up where the diner waitress oh. comes up to the table and is like this bitch disappeared. Oh, my God. She's gone. I relate to that woman so much. She's gone. Well, the, the waitress realizes that, of course, the woman's not there anymore to pay for her nice cold, ice cold milk. milk. And is like, okay, she dined and dashed. Yeah. Remember that she dragged into the comic book. So the waitress grabs the comic book in frustration, crumples it up, and hurls it in the trash can. And she's pissed. She is pissed. Yeah. And that's when the music goes... We have the bridge. We're not the bridge. What do we have, Kevin? The chorus? Mm. The pre-chorus. Yes. The denouement. The French. rendezvous. The rendezvous. The voulez-vous? The Vous baccalaureate couché? de lycée internationale. Wow, the French audience that we have that's Pitbull. non-existent is offended. They're um, really offended. That didn't so, make any sense. So it's crumpled, right? Yeah. So that means, uh-oh, we have an issue. How is she getting out of this comic book? 
That's what I thought when I was watching well, it. No, I was like, oh no. It's a very obvious thing of like, well, I assume she's going to leave her comic book boyfriend at some point. How will she get out? How is she going to get out? Because yeah. she's got a she's got a ghost and that's yeah. not happening, right? Oh, um, of course not. Oh God, no. So when she crumples up the comic book, we now find that they're back from the motorcycle race where there were two antagonists. The antagonists are back with a wrench. Just a wrench. Just a wrench. I didn't realize they were in the motorcycle race. They were. I thought that they were, they were just like, oh, wait, we've set up this cool world, but we need uh, drama or motivation. No, the antagonists are there. They're, they're oh, back. they're from the motorcycle They're race. back. And they're back, I think, as repo people, right? Because since the <gasps> since the comic book is kind of crumpled, yeah. it's time to destroy that world. Uh... And she's at risk of being destroyed. That's how I read it. I was like, she's oh, at no, risk no, no, of being no, destroyed. Oh, no, she's going to be destroyed now that she's part of them. Absolutely. So then we go into the... Where and they just have a wrench. It's just a wrench. Let's be clear. One wrench. Two guys. One wrench. I, chasing them. I want you to see the effect, though. Do you notice that there's a lot... It looks like a flat... How can it How can it possibly look like there's a flashlight under them? Like, the bad guys get a close-up, right? Yeah. You see the close-up? Yeah. And their faces get darker? Mm-hmm. I think that in the live action, they put them in a dark room and put flashlights under them. This is a theory. Oh. Because the animation suddenly on their faces of the bad guys, yeah. they get really dark. So this is where the the, the uh, rotoscoping, rotoscrolling? Rotoscoping. Rotoscoping. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It becomes very like I'm like oh that's what this is it wasn't just drawing because it's very clearly traced outlines of faces because yes. they're like perfect drawings of distinct perfect. people in like very real life scenes and I'm like I swear to God if someone can just draw that off the top of their head like genius put that in the Mona Lisa or whatever genius and I think the lighting too like they yeah. trace down yes. the lighting and the whole and, mm-hmm. and like the angles of the hallway and the wrench is drawn perfectly and stuff now I'm like oh they did film that they and did. then just traced it that totally makes sense isn't that cool yes I'm still so no, impressed so, by that yeah that when you said tactic. that I was like that's very cool so they're chasing them now in like empty hallways of, of a world that's disintegrating and they get caught in a corner they're, yeah. they're cornered at a dead end dead end and of course, you know, the romantic interest, uh, Bun- Bunty Bailey is like, yeah. oh no, what do we do? And is looking at the protagonist, the lead singer. Yeah. And he just opens up a black hole. Oh, love and it. And he's like, get We're in, in a cartoon world. He's like, get in this hole. And she's yeah. like, chill. Well. She dives into the hole. And yeah. Kevin, the first shot we see is just all these restaurant attendees and the waitress yeah. looking down at something. Yeah. And going, <gasps> yeah. And we're like, what's happening? And. And the the actress is like next to the garbage can, kind of in smudged dirt. Totally smudged. Smudged. She looks like she's come out of a coal mine or something. It's hysterical. Which is good, right? Because it's a charcoal like comic. I, book. I guess so. Right. I guess it's a black and white comic. Also, book. I feel like she was wearing a coat when she reappeared that she wasn't wearing when she went into the world. But I I would have to double check. You that. may need to double check because yeah. I think she was wearing it. It oh, was more okay. like a weird nightgowny kind of. Like a it trench. Was it was a weird. Trench. A loose lapel trenchy. Yes. It, well, it's the 80s. Everything was a loose lapel. Uh, that's, oh, wait. I, I went to summer camp with I loose went to lapel. summer camp. I oh, went to summer camp with her, too. Loose oh lapel. God, so good at archery. Shout out to loose lapel. We I love you. I she is. Uh, shout, uh, I think she probably lives in Vermont. Um, so, the actress is next to the garbage can, and she's like, oh, my gosh. What has happened to my, my knight in, you know, whatever armor? Um, and grabs mm-hmm. the crumpled comic book in the garbage can and runs out the diner. Still hasn't paid. Still hasn't paid. So that woman has gone from, the diner woman, has gone from serving an ice cold ice cold milk, being pissed at this girl for, for ditching, being shocked that this girl just reappeared behind her counter. Correct. And then the girl runs out again. She never paid for her nice cold ice cold I- milk. <sighs> okay, so she runs out. She gets home. There's once again a funny little pink sl- pink lighting. 
yeah. in her apartment. Oh, she hits a all button that? for some lighting that has never existed in the world. <laughs> she like goes over her desk and like reaches behind it or something and hits a flip and across the room her closet turns on it's or something. It's so weird. You're like, what but, is this but lighting? She's, but she's also reviewing, she oh, she uncrumples this yeah. comic book, yeah. smoothing it out on her yeah. kitchen table to be like, what happens to my love? Because the last thing, so she goes into the, the, into the hole and the last thing we see is like the guys with the wrench coming at, coming at, coming at your our boy. Lead, our lead singer. Yeah. Coming at your boy. And so she opens it, uncrumples. Yeah. And sees, oh no, the wrench. <gasps> He's on the ground dead. Yeah. Turns the page. Turns the page. And we suddenly see movement in the comic book. Yeah. He's trying to get out of the comic book. He's trying to get out of the comic book. She turns around, Kevin, and who's in the hallway? Her man. Her man. But what is he doing? He's, he's like, glitching into existence. That's great. He's glitching. Because he's going between being an animation and being a real guy. And he keeps, like, bouncing off the walls. Like, He's slamming himself in the hallway of her doorway. Yeah. Trying to, what I say, torn. Get it? Like, paper? Yeah. Torn between his 2D self and the 3D dimensional. And he's trying to, like, render in (gasps) real life. He's trying to render himself. Wow, we're such, like... 2010s like yeah, people to understand talking about rendering in the 80s yeah. right um rendering and apparently that scene that climax is um just basically copying a film from the 1980s called Altered States oh, I've never seen it no, but never. I it's interesting right like even that climax it, it looks so cool I was like oh that seems cinematic and it was it was a cinematic ending mm-hmm. and uh I don't think I can I can't denote how oh, much sweat he Oh my God. I would say he's covered in sweat. But we don't know why. He's so sweaty. And we didn't even mention to the audience that throughout this entire music video, we cut to the band members just <gasps> playing. Oh, right. And they're also covered in sweat. Oh, I didn't realize the band They're glistening in sweat. And I'm like, why are they so we, sweaty? We also left out the other best part, which is when she's like sitting at her desk going through it. She has a very dramatic soap opera moment where she just like looks up and the light hits the single tear coming across her cheek. She thinks he's cheek. dead. She, yes. She thinks he's dead. She and, she, and she sheds a tear for her man. Oh, well, it was also very soap opera when he was glitching. She, her oh. face was, she put <gasps> her hands towards her hair and went, what is it no, no. Yeah. And then he, he's fine and she yeah. goes into a slow smile Yeah. and they embrace. Aww. And that's the end of Take On Me by Aha, which I have uh, some good news about that music video. Tell me all about it. That music video was such a hit. Oh my, it was. Such a that's hit. That's what I was like, I was like, did this, it did hit, this slay? It immediately hit like uh, Billboard Hot 100 in the US, number two top in the UK. And for the MTV Music Video Awards of 1986, that video took home six awards. What? And I'm going to give you the category list to them. Oh my God. I didn't even know these existed. <gasps> Best new artist in a video. Best concept video. Best experimental video. What? Best direction in a video. Best special effects in a video. And then the viewer's choice award for the video. It was nominated for the best group video and video of the year. So it just didn't win video of the year, but it won every other award in the freaking ceremony. Oh my God. Uh, Okay, I'm sorry, listeners. I I have to go on the internet right now and figure out who won the 1986 video of the year? Well, that's a very important question because I I look at this from 2019. Oh, oh, I don't know what this music video is. It's called It's Money for Nothing by the Dire Straits. No idea what that is. They didn't deserve it. We're not doing an episode about them. We're, yeah. Maybe, I don't even know I don't, them. I have no idea. Yeah, because watching this now, I am very impressed with like the special effects and stuff. But I'm like, God, 
was this successful? Like, did this propel them to stardom? And I'm like, oh, it absolutely did. And that says so much about the 1980s. That, like... Oh, yeah. This 16 weeks of rotoscoping work and this, like, melodrama, the nice cold ice cold milk, and, like, video of, of the year, except not the award. But it was just, like, a freaking hit. Oh, my God. A freaking hit, Kevin. I'm trying to think of another music video that uses, like drawing or cartoon or I'm sure there are I well I was um Family Guy by the way uses music video for one of their bits like Family oh. Guy used this entire like concept oh did they in, in, in an episode well actually it makes me think of uh you know the Daft Punk song one more one more time, more time. Yeah. um that whole music one video more is time yeah that whole music video is anime yeah 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 oh yeah, yeah. and it's and it's like a weird anime where in the beginning it's just like an anime style like concert because you're kind of like well it's Daft Punk they don't want their faces yeah. to be seen yeah. but then I think it turns into a weird like alien spaceship landing fighting for the millennium thing it takes mm-hmm. a weird turn halfway through where you're like oh this is boring and now it's interesting but it's about aliens or something and also you're like why did we need a music video for one more time by Daft Punk like, it's not a very dynamic song to begin with. You couldn't have just played it in clubs and... It did. I think, yeah, I mean... Oh, no, it's I like mean, a great but song, but I, I, but I wouldn't be like, I want to see the story behind that one. I need a visual... I need music for a, my eyes I could feel like one. one more time could be very much a Groundhog Day situation. Oh, my God. Where the days keep repeating over and over. Yeah. Or like that new show of the Russian thing, the Russian Doll. Uh, on Netflix. Russian Doll. Yeah, Russian Doll. Natasha Leone. So, Kevin, let's talk about maybe other music videos that try to use animation. Uh, the, the Did gorillas ever exist as people? Or were never. they always cartoons? They never have. Were you a gorillas boy? Mm, only for that one song. What was their one? Oh. Were they... I don't know the first thing about gorillas. Why were they cartoons? Um, I just think they didn't. They ma- they were masking their identities. They've also recently come out with music where they still are under those um, personas, oh, like really? those animated personas. Were they even gorillas in their drawings, or were uh, they just people? Yeah, yeah. They've no. They've got. Yeah, it has a kind of that look. Oh. Um, Can I also say though that like maybe gorillas or even uh, or even like that Daft Punk video one yeah. more time? Yeah. Where they use anime, I think. Yeah. It's just still animation to cover, to cover identities. Yeah. Well, so so Daft Punk one more time is all anime themed, um, which, well, I guess they're both using cartoons to draw over like acts that don't want to be seen. But that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Because this like, was not a narrative. Like I'm trying to find a, if listeners, if you have a music video that is an animation slash live action. That does not try to mask the artist. It's just trying to, like, carry just, the story. It's just the medium. It almost makes me think, like, Sia should start doing cartoon music videos so she can keep her own face out of it. Yeah. Like, it's a way, like, like the cartoon thing is, like, a way to work around, like, an artist who doesn't want to be seen or doesn't want to, um, <gasps> oh, like, I have be one. known. So you're just like, you're just like, oh, draw me in a cartoon. Oh, I have one. Tell me about it. There's a music video called uh, Music by Madonna. <laughs> That was released in 2000. Yeah. And the music... Music makes the people come together. 
Oh. Um, um, so that music video, I know, you're like giving me a confused face right yeah, now. Yeah, what is this? So the music video is basically her in a gold limo, like heading to a party. But for some reason, the music video uses like animation, like the Proud Family. Remember the Proud Family? Oh, Proud, Proud Family will make you scream and make you wanna hang out. Family, family, Proud Proud Family. I'm so sorry, listeners. When we're together live, I think we want to sing way more than we're supposed to. The, the Proud Family is honestly oh. one of the best theme songs of all time. So Madonna's 2000 uh, music video, music, mm-hmm. um, uses like a Proud Family animation to just reinterpret what just happened so like it's not good by the way I don't think it's good <laughs> I think it like it's kind of skeevy to me if you watch it you'll understand it she's like kind of just you know I don't know it's just like she's in with bling and she's got other black women with her and it's and then it goes into animation I'm just like what is the motive for this like why and she's wearing a cowboy hat I'm like very confused by it was it but it was just like the same stuff that just happened but then exactly drawn. but an animated form but an animated like 3d form don't know why she did that. But it wasn't... But Because, like, in this one, the animations adds to the weird intrigue of this man you're in love with. But hers is just redoing the same so thing. So, you know what? Maybe we're, like... Maybe we're asking the wrong question. Because what they're doing for Take On Me yeah. is world-bordering. Like, they're... Yeah. They're going through worlds. Narnia. It's Narnia. Right. This isn't about this isn't about animation. Yeah. It, it's an animation with motivation. Yeah. So, like, maybe the question is, what music videos effectively bridge worlds which I think there are a ton out there yeah. of people entering alternate realities to I honestly don't have any like at the top of my head right now but, I would say you said there are a ton and but there like, are like, but there are like music videos I know so, the all it's all a dream music videos I mean come on like music videos where people like uh, where are the asleep end. they fall asleep and well, then they wake up uh, well it, that's funny uh Britney Spears hit me baby one more time where she like wakes up from her daydream at the end exactly. of it and it was supposed to be a cartoon originally right dream it, states yeah there's no there's not that's why I love Take On Me by the way yeah because it's not a dream state it's no, real it's like, like this is real life. it didn't give you a cop out like sometimes they're like oh it was all a dream like isn't that funny no she was like no this hoe really went into that world yeah she survived and got out and then was able to like save such help her 2D comic book character to come back with her. Her comic book boyfriend. Her comic book boyfriend. Uh, so, I enjoy that. I know. Yeah, people don't use cartoons and music videos. I really... No. It's not a thing. It's not common, I would say. It's It's used. It's used. Yeah, but we've come up with four examples out of all the music videos, like... No one does this. There's a rap video that I can't remember from the early 2000s where they use um, video game, like video game graphics as the entire premise for the music video. And I just cannot get the name of the video in my head. But yeah, Blue Abba Dee Dabba Die by Eiffel 65 also used um, those weird animations, like blue people. Oh, I kind of remember that. Remember those graphics? I think I had nightmares about that. Yeah, they were awful. Yeah. Uh, I love that you remember the name of the group, Eiffel 65. Or I've, Eiffel 98, I can't even remember. I've never known that they had a name. I thought they were just... The Abadidabadai group? I thought just, I don't know, some hacker uploaded that song to the dark web in, like, the 90s yeah. and made every radio station play it. And and then we were all brainwashed. I was positive that if you heard it, it was going to be, like, triggered as a way to start a new army or something yeah. one day. Yeah. So I'm and, amazed that you actually... Yeah. And, it, I mean, in earlier episodes, I think you and I have spoken to animation or tactics for like new technology being looking really really cheesy yeah and once again 
I think Take On Me being 1985 with using rotoscope, that didn't feel cheap at all. No, it felt expensive. Li- and it was like really well done. And funny enough, it's just like the 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 visual production of the 3D scenes that feels like very dated because it kind of all feels yeah, like a soap 80s. opera. Yeah, and that real diner feels like a very fake diner. Even though it's real. Yeah, even though it's real, I'm like, you filmed it so it just like the lighting is weird or the acting is weird like there's so much about yeah. it I'm like oh my god I'm like this is the bad part and weirdly enough the animation is the best part of the music video could you also say that maybe it felt a little cheesy especially with a soap opera-esque because again you're juxtaposing this to a woman who just went into a comic book world like leveling up the campiness helps it feel a little bit more believable that they did the comic book thing. yeah what um did you as a kid ever read um or not read watch uh what is it like the never ending story or, or saving book it's um, it like starts in like real life that the kid gets sucked into a book. And does he write that white dragon? That Me? dragon that's like that like is like like flies it, in the air and it's like other and in the clouds. But and it's like a moon. books are his sidekicks though. Oh, that's fun. I don't. I, I think as a kid, I, I it recognize me that. Out. I recognize that. Yeah, I don't. I might have been the never-ending story or I don't know. If, but I think it was. I think it started like uh, as as real life and then turned into like an animation like three minutes in yeah and then at the end of the at the end of the movie they're, they're like oh we've all been saved and the kid just goes back into the real world and you're like oh my god I forgot this whole world existed movie was framed in a real world please send suggestions on more music videos where our worlds are altered because... and they're cartoons or oh they're cartoons or like they go through a wardrobe a la Narnia and come into another Narnia. world I mean cause this really altered my world I'm Jose. And I'm Kevin. And this was Take On Me by Aha. Bye. Bye. Aw. Aha. Aha. Take On Me, Kevin. Take On Me. Me. I feel like if we leave that in, our listeners will um, unsubscribe, uh, send a letter of damnation. Uh, Yes, cease and desist. Oh, thank you. That's what I meant. (laughs) And that is all.